Hello everybody, you are listening to this week's Guidance with Grace. My name is Grace. And I'm Dawn. And we are talking about gluten and specifically uh, bringing awareness to the Gluten-Free Diet Awareness Month. A lot of people have never heard of it. I had never heard of it until recently. Um, It was one of the wellness topics that we found for this year. And I was reading up on it, and it was talking about that it's in November because it's kind of like around the holidays. And there's Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I can't believe it's like three weeks away. (laughs) Um, And then you've got, you know, all of the goodies leading up to Thanksgiving and Christmas Christmas. and all of the holidays. And so there's a lot of gluten in this time of year and it is important to just educate yourselves about what gluten is a lot of people don't even know what gluten is somebody asked me the other day if the oatmeal I was eating was like gluten and it's not uh, oats usually are not yeah gluten like big one but like if you're like if you've got the celiac disease you have to make sure that your oats are processed in a place that didn't process gluten also. Yeah. That can be pretty intense. Yeah, like the cross-contamination cause... cam- oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think I, yeah, I think it was celiac disease. She, I went to high school with a girl, and she, like, ended up in the hospital, I think. Yeah. Um, but, so, really, it's wheat, barley, and rye. Yep. Those are, like, the top three culprits yeah and it's really just a protein that's found mm-hmm. in the wheat um and, and it can be grain. found in a lot of different um even things that you wouldn't suspect to have gluten because it's kind of used as like a binder yeah um to hold things together and it can even be used as like a preservative so you really do you know something that you might not expect would have um like soy sauce yeah like a wheat product yeah that exactly soy sauce. Me. yeah 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 but it's just kind of like a preservative a binder mm-hmm. um changes the consistency of a different of different foods. So you really have to kind of watch for um, for that if you are if you do have celiac disease. Mm-hmm. So but they are coming out with a lot of different things that you can use as a binder. They're turning like everything it seems like into a flour, mm-hmm. coconut flour, tapioca yeah. flour, almond. Yeah. So yeah. there are a lot of options. So a lot of the times we think about it in baking. But definitely remember uh, those other things like sauces. What else? Yeah, is it a lot in? of sauces have, especially when they're like a Sneaks store. Up. Yeah, like a store bought sauce that you buy. Um, if you don't make it yourself, yeah, they can mm-hmm. definitely have have that kind of hidden hidden in there. But what's nice is also if you do have to go gluten free, there are just so many options. You know, to get gluten free baked goods, um, breads, things like that. Yeah. You know, and they're getting tastier. Guys. Yeah, it they used, used to, to not be good. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the bread that I've had, like, it, I really only like it when it's toasted. So even if I use it as, like, um, even, like, a, a bun for, like, a hamburger or something like that, I always toast it first because I think it tastes mm-hmm. a little bit better. And it's not, the, it changes the consistency of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they are getting, definitely getting better. So. Yeah. And I think we, it's definitely important to kind of listen to your body on this one. Mm-hmm. Some people may not realize that they're bothered by gluten because... They don't really know what might be causing discomfort. And some of the symptoms, I think, are just kind of like a bloating yeah. feeling. If you're not, like, if you don't have the disease, which you know if you have the disease, it's right. pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, but it, ca- it has to be diagnosed by a doctor, of course. Um, but, like, bloating, what are the other... Um, just, that was my biggest thing, was just, like, 
like after I ate, I like if I would have like I noticed it one time it was kind of like the kicker for me was I had a bowl of spaghetti and it was just regular spaghetti noodles and I remember I was actually sitting in here in our office and I was finished and I was like my stomach hurt so bad I'm like you should not like normally people think that it's like normal digestion like you right, feel, feel like heavy that and... yeah you should feel like that after you eat and it's like no you shouldn't have that that irritation um that sometimes it can even focus like uh, you mess with people's brain fog. Fo- yeah, the, yeah, the brain fog, you know, mess with your focus, and you really shouldn't feel like that after eating, and that can be a sign of an allergy of any, you know, dairy, um, anything like that, where it's just kind of reacting with your system, mm-hmm. in not a good way, and so, um, and that's when I started taking gluten out of my diet. I eat it here and there a little bit, you know, but definitely not as much as as I used to. Um, and I think it does make a difference. And I can tell, you know, if I have something that has gluten in it, you know, some, you know, I sometimes will kind of mess up my stomach a little bit. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Slip right into that food Yeah, mama. exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, the food come of feeling is not something that you should have after yeah. eating. And if it is, it could be gluten, it could be dairy, it could be yeah. a multitude of things, but it's important to A lot of people think it's just like a like, thermic effect of of metabolism and of eating and Mm-mm. you know it shouldn't be to that to that extent where you feel no not at all so bad so yeah so like for me it wasn't I've never been tested for celiac disease but I just know that there are certain foods that when I eat them they upset my stomach and they make me feel bad so I just take those out right so it's actually kind of cool to compare before and after mm-hmm. so if you're interested in trying something with gluten you know definitely looking um Looking at your ingredients and taking out anything that has wheat, barley, rye in the ingredient list. Mm -hmm. And then, wait, like two weeks or so? Yeah, it's about two weeks, kind of like an elimination type of thing. And this is kind of going back, we've touched on this subject a ton of times, going back to journaling, you know, writing about how, what you Mm -hmm. ate and how you felt because, you know, you really want to make sure that you're, you know, if you've taken gluten out but you still feel bad after you eat something, well, maybe it's not the gluten. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it is a dairy or a nut or allergy or something like that where it could be something different. Right. Just monitoring it for a couple weeks and writing down how you're feeling. And you can – and then you actually – time flies by. We all know that. And when you journal and date, you can go back and be like, oh, my gosh, it has been two or three weeks. Right. You can kind of gauge it from there. But then if you feel like you start to feel better, the true test is kind of putting it back in there and seeing if it does bother you very minimally, like kind of not like go eat from the best bakery (laughs) in town. (laughs) Right. Very careful. Like add it it back into your diet slowly. Right. Right. Just like, you know, one little thing, not a massive bowl of spaghetti. (laughs) Right. And I think that it's also kind of like, it's become almost like a, a diet or food eating like a trend so when some people hear like oh you don't eat gluten they kind of roll their eyes and it's like well there are some people that get really really sick I mean celiac disease is a very serious um, illness and it's really uncomfortable and can be really dangerous for people if they actually yeah, yeah if they actually are diagnosed with that and so it's not like one of those things where it's jumping on a bandwagon of eating this way no but I think more people are also finding out like that their systems can't handle that much. Like I said, I can have a little bit here and there, and right. it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, you think if I have toast in the morning, I was having regular 
regular bread. If I made something like a pasta dish later in the after, you know, for dinner, that was probably made with a gluten, you know, mm. so I was just eating a lot of it. And now I might have it just a couple times a week, yeah. something with gluten in it. Yeah, people who have the disease, it is important to kind of talk about the physiology that happens. Yeah. Um, it brings a lot of inflammation into your intestines. There's these little little finger-like hairs in there. Is mm -hmm. that how they yeah, describe like it? Yeah, like a little hair. Yeah. yeah. And they're called villi, V-I-L-L-I, and it damages those. So they're there to kind of protect the inside wall of your intestines as food is digesting, as well as kind of help kind of push it through. Yeah. And when those hairs are damaged, it things don't start, they, like they don't work, right. you have inflammation because yeah. now your intestines are kind of exposed and they're irritated mm -hmm. and then you keep eating these things. Um, it can really cause some some pretty big damage. Like if, if you ever do some research on it, it can get pretty serious. So it's definitely not a trend, right. although it, like you said, it is starting I think just more people are to, finding out that that's what's yeah. bothering them, you know. Yeah. It's not normal to feel that way after after eating. Right. But it doesn't mean if you're gluten-free that you're healthier in any way because if you mm -hmm. don't have right. the problem, yeah. then it's not really like a, oh, it's gluten-free, so it's fine. Yeah. That's not always the right answer. So. And also, when those villi, when those are damaged, um, it really affects how your body absorbs the nutrients that you're taking in from yeah. your food as well. And so, you know, you're not getting... You're not getting the nutrients. So a lot of um, a lot of symptoms, you know, and there are symptoms of not only celiac disease, but also um, uh, like a gluten intolerance. You know, if you kind of notice these things, especially after you eat something with gluten, you should definitely kind of check with your doctor. But abdominal pain, bloating, gas, nausea, vomiting. Um, if you're lactose intolerant, you could also be gluten intolerant. Mm -hmm. It's very common. Um, a sudden decrease or increase in appetite. Um, when you're, depending on the time of day, like when, when you're yeah. eating and things like that, um, you could even have muscle cramps, joint pain, which a lot of people yeah. think like, oh, I have arthritis because it's that inflammation. Yeah, that inflammation starts to spread. But it could be from what you're eating. Mm -hmm. um, fatigue, which I had that, um, you know, that brain fog, tingling in your hands and feet, hair loss, and a lot of people kind of assume that that's happening because other diseases have those same symptoms, Yeah. when really it could just be what you're eating. Mm -hmm. So, Food is medicine, guys. Definitely hone in on that because I think a lot of the reasons we take medicines is because of the food we eat. So yeah. it's important to make those changes, be aware of how your body's feeling when you eat certain things. Mm -hmm. It's fine to have stuff in moderation, but yeah. you want to just make sure that you're just listening to how you feel. So we'd love to talk more about this. And if you follow us on social media, we're definitely going to be posting just different little tidbits throughout the month, just bringing awareness to what gluten is, maybe sharing a recipe or two. Um, and we would love to have more followers. Yeah. We're not going to deny that. Yeah. Share our stuff. Yeah. Share our posts. And message us. Yeah. Let sure. us know what you think. If you want to see more about anything gluten-free. Yeah. We or got fitness, it. Or fitness health related. We'll, we'll help you out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely fitness. We talk all day about fitness. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> all right. That was this week's Guidance with Grace. Definitely follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. You can find us, CSCC, College Recreation and Wellness. That's on Facebook. And then if you 
search the handle CSCC underscore CRW on Instagram or Twitter, you'll definitely find the newest episode of Guidance with Grace and all of the gluten-free information that you're looking for. Um, My name is Grace. And I'm Dawn. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good week.